Hey guys, Chad here. So I'm doing a little experiment. I am recording my podcast on my phone, hence the microphone, and I'm doing a video. So you can either watch the video or you can listen to the podcast on any podcast platform. It's going to be really short. I want to talk about the A100. So a lot of people have been asking me what this is, why I'm doing it, all kind of crazy questions. It's really interesting. I found it to be really interesting. So I want to put this out there. So this is what it is. It's the Allegheny 100. We're going into the Allegheny Mountains. Me and my best friend, Jason Pompa, we just decided to do it. It's 100 miles through the Allegheny Mountains. They give you 50 hours to complete the whole trek. So we're going in Friday night. I think our launch time is right around 4.15 or 4.30. We're going to be going into the Allegheny Mountains at nighttime, and it's completely unassisted. So there's no water stations. There's no aid stations. There's no support. It's just us in the wild with a bunch of other people, I guess, spread out all over the place. And um, we're going to try to do a 100-mile trek. You pick your mileage. So you can do 25 miles, 50 miles, 75 miles, or 100 miles. And what they kind of warn you about is to not pick mileage that's beyond what you think you can do because they really, logistically, you're going to be screwed up. You're, there's no way to get out of the mountains if, um, if you don't do the full like, duration that you planned on doing. So we're going into this. Um, it's unsupported, so we have to take everything. We're going in with headlamps. We got hiking sticks. We got uh, backpacks. Um, we're probably going to take a little bit of water, but we have hydration filters, take creek water, creek water, whatever. And uh, we're going to use that to like pour water into a cup and then hydrate through it. And then uh, we got fire starter sticks in case we actually have time to uh, create a fire. We got ponchos. We have sleeping bags that are like rolled up this big. If you're listening to this, you can't see it, but in the like size of my hand, um, it's not like a big sleeping bag. They're just like thermo sleeping bags. So we can throw them on if we're really freezing or we need to get some sleep. So uh, we're taking a lot of stuff and uh, we had to buy brand new hiking shoes. Like it's been a lot. Jason Pompa's wife is logistically trying to figure everything out. She knows where we're going. She got a room to stay in so that she'd be there for the whole weekend and could pick us back up. And uh, so she's figuring all that out. And then so we have a strategy and we have tactics. So strategy wise, we are going to try to shoot for like walking 25 hours straight without stopping. So we're going to go 25 hours straight or try to. And if we're walking around three miles per hour, that should put us right around the 75 mile mark, right? And then we can maybe take a break, get some sleep, sit by a fire if we need to, whatever. Um, Fueling. So we have what's called the impossible bar. So if anyone knows Colin O'Brady, Colin O'Brady just set the world record for the first person to ever cross Antarctica unassisted. He was carrying, I think, a 375-pound sled and, uh, and <laughs> basically all of his food. But he partnered with a company called Standard Process. My chiropractor uses Standard Process. It's all whole food um, supplements. They're, it's an extremely good brand. Actually, they won't even allow you to be a distributor unless you're a clinical practitioner. So like myself as a gym owner, I can't even get their supplements um, from a wholesale perspective or a distri distribution perspective. So Colin O'Brady knows that they're a super legit company. He partnered with them. They created him what was called the Colin Bar um, or the, yeah, it was called the Colin Bar. It was basically like they did a whole kind of science on his body and designed a bar very specific to his macronutrient needs. So protein, carbs, and fats. And um, that was like his big fueling source. So after he did the, the, the journey, I guess a lot of people were asking for that bar to be made. So they made it into more of a commercial brand. Now it's called the Impossible Bar. I used it when I ran 100 miles over the course of five days. So I ran 20 miles a day, basically over five days. I was using the Impossible Bar as my fueling source. I had Jason buy them um, like a month or two back. 
and told him to start eating them just to kind of get his body acclimated. He loves them. It's like his dinner every night. So uh, they're like 750, um, you know, total calories. It's packed with like the protein, carbs, and fat. So it's, it's pretty extensive. So we, uh, we're going to use those as our fueling, basically our only fueling. And, um, and then, you know, we'll take a little bit of water and then we'll use the uh, siphling stick. So it's going to be um, quite the journey. We're really looking forward to it. You know, I, I, a lot of people are like, 100 miles, that's crazy to even think about. So we're doing it in 50 hours. It's basically from here to Seven Springs. So like if you're from the Pittsburgh area, like, I, I don't know. If you ever drove anywhere 100 miles, then just kind of imagine that and imagine walking that. So that's what we're going to be doing. But um, there was, I, I wish I would have looked up his name before I started this, but there was a guy, there's an American that just set the 100 mile record. Um, he ran it. And I don't want to get this wrong, but I'm going to be pretty close. I think it was a six minute and 47 second per mile pace for a hundred miles straight. So, um, to think about someone running that fat, that's like my, I could probably run maybe two miles at that speed. And you know, I, I can run very long distances. The six miles and 47 seconds for a hundred miles straight is crazy. The thing is he ran, I think my, my friend Dustin Kalkbrenner told me that he ran the second 50 faster than the first 50. So he actually ran like a negative split. Um, and then he didn't even stop. He actually kept going to set his own personal record for the most miles ran in 12 hours. So it was a pretty crazy feat. Um, and you know, I wanted to kind of segue too, because a lot of people keep asking me like why I want to do something crazy like this. And why I've been like doing all these things to kind of push myself like the hundred miles over five days. And so when I started down this fitness journey and I started pu- pushing myself like physically, it also started pushing myself mentally. And then I got to a place where I decided like I wanted different things, right? So I, I was like, I'm done with corporate America. I'm done climbing that ladder. I want to go see if I can build something on my own. So that was kind of the launch of sweat bar fitness and opening a gym. And now like, it's just this trickle effect where I just want to keep growing and building and doing better and better and better and pushing myself to new boundaries. And knowing that I got through some of the physical feats that I put myself into, like I don't, as hard as this last year was from a business perspective, from like a COVID perspective, from a personal perspective, things that were going on in my personal life, um, I, I don't know if I would have survived. Uh, if you know me, you don't wanna hear me say this right now because everyone's like that knows me really closely is getting sick of my sad story, but the last three months have been a dark spiral for me. Like I've just been in a really bad place and um, it's, it's kind of going back to all of these things that I've done that are really pulling me out of that. So, um, you know, I always challenge people to just go out there and give it your all 24 seven, do whatever you can do to better yourself, to grow, to become better and stronger. And um, I'll leave you with that. So I'm going into this A100. It's next Saturday. It's uh, June 13th, I think, 12th. I don't know. It's next Friday, June 11th or 12th or whatever. And um, we have 50 hours to get out. And, uh, you know, I've been talking to my members about it. Some of them are wondering if I'll ever come back. I might not. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. There's nothing like the wild does not give a shit about you. Like there's nothing in the wild that cares about you. There's no animal that's out there like worried about your Facebook post or whether or not you got enough likes or comments or any of that crap. And uh, it's a chance to just to unplug from all of that and put my physical and mental capabilities to the test. And once I get through it, I'm going to know that I can do and push myself further than I ever imagined possible. But here's the thing. I honestly don't know if like I'm going to be able to finish this thing. Like I, I think we're going to get like 15 hours in or 25 miles in and be like, 
what in the hell are we doing? So we'll see how it goes, but I wanted to put this together really quickly. Hopefully you guys either listen to it on the podcast or uh, watch the video here. And um, I don't know. Wish me luck. Thanks.